Tanked up episode 206. I'm Ben. I'm here with Alu. Hey. And Lucy. Hello. Hello, both of you. Hi. Should we get straight into drinking some beers? Yes, please. I don't care however you are. I know you're good. <laughs> We're all terrible. <laughs> the world is falling apart. Everyone knows this. Beer is the only solution. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Shout out to my local cask and craft. Who delivered me beer like within an hour? So, jeez, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, Are they currently uh, the fastest delivery you've had ever. Yeah, it's quicker than <laughs> what is it? Amazon Prime now or whatever it is. We can in like me- metropolitan cities where you get in like an hour. So it's yeah, that's right. That. Yeah, yeah, way better. Nice, mm. good, and, and delivering. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Clearly an essential service. Yeah, it's, it's um, only just BrewDog on Amazon anyway, as far as I know. Um, yeah. I didn't even know you could get BrewDog on Amazon, so... I think you can, buy like the 24 Ooh, pack. Yeah, <laughs> Who wants yeah. to drink that much uh, Punk IPA? I don't know, but, you know. What are you drinking, Lucy? Uh, I am going to start with a beer by Cloudwater and Rock Leopard. It is called Ooh. Step Up. Um, it says rich and roasty. An easy drinking stout for chilling together, hanging out, great food and good times. Um, so apart from the hanging out, uh, I guess we're, we're doing hanging that out now. Yeah. <laughs> hanging out in person mm, yes the great food good times chilling together um should i read what's on here it's five yep. percent by the way oh this is a lot to read so i'll just go to <laughs> the tasting notes uh, aroma and flavor roasted malt coffee and light smoke on the nose with flavors of soft caramel plum and brown toast Body, medium-bodied and smooth with a dry finish. Aftertaste, uh, bitter roasted notes and dark chocolate. Nice. Sounds lush. I hope it is. Have you had anything from Rock Leopard before? No. Mm. This is the first time I'm hearing about them, to be honest. I've had a couple of beers from them. Mm. I think think they're another... um, Brighton based, or not quite Brighton based, but that that area, um, one of those missing link um, brewery, nomad brewer type things that brew with missing link and stuff. Mm. Uh, I think I may be wrong in that, but mm. that's what I remember of them. Mm. Um, but yeah, the, the beers I've had from them have been nice so far. Adol, what are you drinking? I'm drinking the Mosaic IPA from Black's Brewery. Uh, I'm going to give you one guess of what the hop is. Hmm. Uh, Blacksbury escapes the mundane of the mass market, producing beers with passion, personality, and lots of hops. A showcase of mosaic hops in this 
American style IPA, heavy on the juicy tropical fruit uh, aromas and flavors, intense tropical fruits and citrus, with plenty of fresh pine resin, a properly juicy hoppy beauty. The hops are mosaic, and the IBU is 80, brewed in cork. Yeah, nice. Blacks are pretty good. Had a few beers from them yeah. over yeah. the years. Mm. Solid. Uh, I am going to drink uh, two beers this evening, which I picked up in Morrison's. Morrison's have saved me this week, because I have no beer otherwise. Um, more beer is arriving in the next couple of days. It's been shipped, I think, now. A big mm-hmm. order has been shipped. Uh, but um, I think I'm going to go back and do um, like a bottles and books order, because mm. Lewis is now delivering. Yeah. Just oh, within nice. the radius. So I think I should do an order with him next week. But nice. for this week, I am drinking first from Brew York. This is Juice Forsyth. A juicy bonus fruited IPA, five percent. You can see a little silhouette of the namesake. Mm. Um, the flavor text: Good game, good game. I don't think I can do a Bruce Forsyth impression. <laughs> uh, do you want to go higher, higher? Then enjoy this juicy bonus fruited IPA that combines Cascade, Citra, CTZ, and Mosaic hops with Moochos, pineapple, passion fruit, and mango. For a tropical explosion as bold and juicy as the legendary entertainer, this salutes. Nice to see you, to see you. To see you, nice. No one says anything. Thanks, Lucy. Um, (laughs) It's quite cleverly, it also has a cuddly toy rating of four bears out of five. Pretty cute. Um, Big on the fruit, big on the sweetness. It suggests on its little graphic, its little webbed graphic on the back there. It's just coming to focus, maybe. Yeah. Um... Very pleased to see Brew York in Morrison's. Yeah, I love They've Brew obviously York. massively expanded on the breweries that they are um, getting in, which is brilliant. Come at the perfect time mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Um, so, their Tom Coco stouts, uh, their milk stout and imperial stouts, yeah. probably the best stouts I've had, really. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they are fantastic. So um, I did have one last. Not last week, week before, which was the um, uh, Juice Campbell versus mm. oh, the Army yeah, of Dankness yeah, yeah. Um, beer, and that's very nice. Mm-hmm. Full, I'm absolutely full of sediment on the bottom of that can. Uh, but we'll come back to this beer in a moment. Uh, Lucy, how's the collab? It's very dark, as you'd expect. Mm. Um, nice, light brown. Foamy head, about mm. half a finger. Definitely getting um, like lots of coffee on the on the aroma. Yeah, just pretty much just coffee. Not much else. Yeah. Not much sweetness or maybe a little biscuitiness. Little biscuity. Little biscuity. It's. In terms of its body, they did say medium body. They're spot mm. on with that because as you're sipping it, it's like, ooh, this might be a bit thin. I mean, it is only 5%, but then when it starts to settle, when you start to drink more of it, it's definitely got a bit of heft to it, which is nice. Not too much, but just enough where it's not too thin. Yeah. It is always the worry, isn't it, when they're mm. on those lower percentages? Hmm. Hmm. Definitely still getting that coffee. 
and there's not much else to be fair. That's not a bad mm. thing because it's a very pleasant, like light coffee flavour. But you're not getting like any sweetness or anything like that. But yeah, just like dark malts and coffee. It's it, it's pretty straightforward. If anyone's ever had like a stout before in their lives, it's it's pretty much that. But it's very pleasant. I, I can't describe why it's like. Oh, I'm vibing with this uh, beer mm. more than like some other five percent stouts that I've had previously. But but yeah, it's just pleasant drinking. It's, it, yeah, it's nice. <laughs> you know, it, there's an, it, there's nothing amazing about it. It's just a well done. I wouldn't say well balanced because it's just coffee. That's all I'm mm-hmm. getting. But it's a nice coffee flavor. It's not too strong and acrid and overpowering. It's just subtle enough, but you know, still getting those coffee flavours that you want from a stout, but yeah, yeah, it's good. I'm good, it. good. Yeah. Maybe well made rather than well balanced, perhaps. Mm. Like hitting those right notes, comforting, all of those sorts of things. That it's just sort of that you're kind of uh, yeah. stuff that you want, but it's, mm. it's difficult, isn't it, when we expect a little bit more, and you're always looking for that mm. that extra little layer of of something. Yeah, I, I think especially with. Um, Stuff like stouts and darker beers and porters, mm-hmm. you you can get away maybe with doing something that's a bit more one note mm. because of the quality that the beer style kind of gives you. Yeah. So it's mm, it's got a bit of breadiness to it um, from mm. the malts. Mm. Uh, I think they did say. Did I yeah, mention they did toast? say toast, didn't they? Well, they said, yeah, mm. and brown toast. Soft caramel, plum, and brown toast. Not really getting any plum, not really getting any like dark fruits from it. Um, but it's... Like, if I went went somewhere and I said, you know, I just want a nice stat and, like, say, oh, Guinness is the only thing on, and Guinness always tastes like Guinness <laughs> at the end yeah. of the day. It's like, oh, okay, that's nice. This is like... If this was there and I just wanted a stout, I'd order something like this. Right. Yeah, it's a good beer. It's very good. Good. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, Adol, how was yours? Ah, it's really good. Um, it's nice, good, slightly hazy, well, hazy, mm-hmm. amber colour. Um, the colour's probably a little closer uh, now that I've dragged the other light over. It's a little colder, so it's you're getting less of the yellow wash than previous week. So it looks, looking at the camera, it looks basically very close to, to what it looks yeah. like to me in life, mm-hmm. real life. So that's plus of using light. Um, <laughs> also, now you can tell that this is not just shadow, but a full-on Korean <laughs> neck beard. Um, <laughs> uh, it's got really nice tropical fruit, sort of passion fruity maybe a little um stone fruit like a little peach on there mm-hmm. um still reasonably light <clears throat> it's mosaic through and through um it comes in it's it i mean it, it again hits those those tropical fruits light light bit of citrus um some stone fruit in there as well but what i really like is um on my first sip when that faded i i got hit by that um resiny piney taste really hard uh, and mm-hmm. it's like oh shit like it goes tropical to pine like faster than most mosaic uh, beers faster than I was expecting mm. um, but that leaves you with a really satisfying bitter finish so it's it's not s- super strong but it's long it's got long um, legs to uh, figure 
forgive the abuse of the term legs because I'm not using it in the right way. Um, it's got uh, it's got a long finish that's bitter but not really strong, uh, and it's got this piney undertone, um, and it's um, but it leaves you wet. So like hmm. it's not bitter. Grab another sip. It's better like oh this and it's light enough that it's like oh I can luxuriate in this even though it's quite a strong bitter taste because it's sort of not too strong. Like the taste is strong but the amount of it isn't. Yep. Um, and then on subsequent sips, that sort of whoa shift to, to piney resinous is sort of is really relaxed. Like clearly, once I, I got sort of the taste of the beer in my mouth, I, it's it, the transition is much smoother. I think clearly that long finish is helping flatten out that taste curve. Wow, I'm doing flattening out the curve, eh, okay, folks? <laughs> uh, yikes. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it's it's really tasty. I was uh, sort of like, oh wow, that's a cut, big cut transition. I've never had that. Yeah. Pardon? Yeah. Cut his mic off. <laughs> yeah. But it actually works. It works exceedingly well once once you're used to the taste. So I'm really glad of that because I like the amount of pineiness, but that that shift was like surprising. Part of it was because mm. you just don't expect it to be that strong of a piney taste, but also mm-hmm. just because it was kind of a jarring move. But like. By the second sip, it wasn't nearly as jarring. So, really, really tasty. And like, we've talked a lot about um, the sort of nuances and, and styles of IPAs over the past few years of going, you know, super juicy. When they came like in like five years ago, IPAs were like bitter bombs. And then yeah. we've sort of left that. But then we've talked like last summer. I think we talked about how it's kind of, IPAs still aren't quite being bitter enough there's still like that flow towards juice bombs or something mm-hmm. often mm-hmm. You're, you're getting ipas that sort of miss seem to lose that core no- notion of what we think an ipa is and this is doing that and it's doing it really well and it's not one note um but it's not a lot of notes sure yeah, yeah. yeah. how about you ben um this is it, it's nice um this is kind of uh, almost the opposite end of yours there's no kind of pininess in there at all it is just juice 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 um it's a little bit wet a little bit thin on the um on the the mouthfeel it's sort of very um i don't know i'd say it's probably a little uh, a little orange nice you're seeing kind of on the thing yeah yes uh almost no head to it whatsoever um mm-hmm. it doesn't have a i expected it to kind of with the flavour I'm getting, I expected to have a bit of carbonation to it, but it doesn't. It's quite flat, but mm. it is just pure fruit. <laughs> that is that is it. It's, it was on the nose. In, it's coming through a lot more in the in the taste, but it, that that passion fruit really comes through a lot. And I think mm. the pineapple is is there as well, building. The mango, I think, is maybe. Um, they're just balancing things out a little bit, bringing a bit more of a stony fruit kind of sort of feels that. But the passion fruit is really the big flavor. It's so sweet. I know they said on the back of the can that that fruit and that sweetness were the the, the big bits, and it, it is exactly that. Uh, it's kind of almost got this this slightly. I don't want to say um, like bubblegummy sweet. It's almost like a like a candy kind of sweetness in there as well. I don't know, it's just the combination of those fruits which make it feel even sweeter 
than kind mm. of each of those individual fruits would be. Um, but it's very, 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 very sweet. And that lasts, that sweetness lasts, that is what sticks with you a lot. Um, it, it's one of those where I think I'm going to have to brush my teeth after drinking it, just <laughs> the amount of sugar, I think, is probably floating around. Uh, but it doesn't really, doesn't really taste like a beer. Mm. It's, it, it is, it's a slightly dialed back sort of fruit juice. Um, you'd expect this kind of combination of fruits from like a tropical juice mix. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you've grabbed straight out of the fridge in the morning to go to as like your morning drink. This is this is that. Dialed back just a little bit. Not quite as thick either. A little bit more wet, a little bit more watery. Yeah. Um, uh, ben, my morning drink is beer, so... <laughs> <laughs> Have this, mate. You'll be, you'll be well away. Best of both worlds. Um, well... Say best of both worlds. I could, I could have seen this if this had had maybe just that little bit of finish yeah. on the end, just a lingering bitterness with it. It would have made this really, really, uh, really good. Mm. I mean, it's it's going back really, really quickly because it's just so easy to drink. Mm-hmm. But again, that's just because it's just pure fruit, right? So I shall probably uh, stop drinking it to tell you what it tastes like just to slow down a little bit um i i will add um on this i don't know if i said it was 6.5 percent but it is um mm. uh, but also there's a bit of i think what's helping that piney resininess in the finish is that it actually despite being like uh one hop based like we're showing off a hop uh it actually mm. it finishes kind of malty and it's like yeah. it's the resininess of the mosaic that pininess coupled with a hoppy finish or a multi finish that actually gives it that really unique finish that that, mm, that nice. it's, it's got a bit of that a touch of like biscuit nice um yeah anyway just noticed that, that that's what was bringing it together cool nice so we will move on to our topics for this week who wants to kick off who wants to talk about some guys oh at all I mean fingers in the, the air he's ready yeah, to yeah. go oh my god uh, I've played a game for three or four days straight because I get rewarded by playing the game in subsequent days. Super hexagon. No, Mel, <laughs> fuck yeah. I should. That's not what I should do. I should fucking forsake everything and see if I can finally beat all the levels of Super Hexagon. This is my new pande- pandemic goal. <laughs> Next week you, you just see me twitching. Yeah, you you won't do it. No one's done that. No one's beaten that game. Yeah, I, I think I think all the uh, Steam achievements past level two are just lies and slander. Um, uh, no, it's um, you see. So I, I I I go out of my house and I walk to this other the the main place in the area mat, and there's a little ATM. And every time I check the every day, if I check the ATM once. Uh, it gives me uh, extra points. Or, um, miles. Uh, uh, nook miles? Oh, oh, I see. I may have bought this game for 40 pounds oh. a few hours ago. Oh, excellent. Good, Lucy. Well, I can give you some <laughs> mild tips and tricks. Okay. Um, uh, yes, it's Animal Crossing's. New Horizons 
Zero Dawn. You can see Ben dying <laughs> in, inside because he thought he was going to talk about Final Fantasy. <laughs> I know. Sorry, Ben, I got no, distracted. I think I've, Ben's I like, think oh I've asked God. you every day, like, how's Final Fantasy? How's Final Fantasy? How's Final Fantasy? <laughs> yeah. And now you can talk yeah. about some raccoon dog. Some <laughs> goddamn baby games. Yeah. It's okay. I'm, there's a lot of people talking about this game. I mean, if Lucy, mm. you've got it, maybe we'll hold off until next week to talk about. No, it no, in go ahead, go ahead. Um, um, no, I, I, well, depends how it, much it um, addicts me. Yeah, I mean, um, for me, it's it's a great thing to wake up in this modern hellscape, be like, instead of watching some random YouTube video, I'm not ready for the real world. I'm not ready to get out of bed. Oh, I'll grab my Switch and I'll. Go off, like, because, you know, there's, it's obviously Animal Crossing game, right? So you've got to gather resources and they refresh every day. So I wake up and there's a new set of stones to smack around. Um, there's, um, and there's secrets on how to get the optimal smacking around of stones. Um, mm. There's, uh, you know, stones. all the fruit tree, the fruit trees every couple of days regrow all their fruit. So, you know, if you pick everything dry, on, then every two days you've got you got to run around your island and pick up fruit. What but fruit that also you, you can also shake trees island. to get branches, smack trees with axes to get wood. Um, He's too into it. I was about to say. <laughs> like what stuff, fruit have you stuff got? that washes up. Uh, so I started with pears, and then I got okay. sent an orange in the mail. But uh, I finally played with. Yeah. <laughs> you can explain oh. that. Or? So, so you, the way you grow trees in Animal Crossing of fruit is literally you take the fruit, you dig a hole, you throw the fruit in the in the ground, and it starts growing a tree. That's how you do it in real life, though, as well. <laughs> well, I think you usually just take the the seed out. No, you can you throw, the whole throw thing a mushy out. through. Yeah, you definitely. It's also can. not guaranteed that that would work. Yeah. Um, yeah. To be honest, what what this game really needs is like grow some malts, grow, grow some hops. I was genuinely gonna. Um, Make a beer island. Yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, so I, uh, because of character restrictions, I'm I'm Omni. Oh. Um, oh, I didn't because I have my island name, but I hope it takes it now. With uh, Nintendo's weird, this could be swearing or something. What's your island? Ooh, name? What did you? I was, was going to call it? it Booty Island. Um, so one of the things I don't like pirates mate pirates booty yeah Yeah, Yeah, it's it's well it was more a take on uh, Monkey Island series because right yeah there's Um, an island called Booty Island (laughs) my my biggest complaint I was looking for island puns too and then I checked into it and it turns out that they almost never refer to the island as blank island that's fine Mm. Um, although so like you don't get the funny blank island jokes um, oh, that's fine. So, it was just going to be a me thing yeah. anyway. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's called uh, but Booty I, I, Island. I realized the name that I use constantly is what I would do. So I built the Bristopia. Because <laughs> that's my nickname for my home city anyway. And uh, you know what? It can be both the utopia that I run away from and also the dystopia of, good lord, I'm not facing the real world. It's the Bristopia. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, so but, many layers, so yeah, many layers there. It's but good. Um, yesterday, my friend uh, Elena um, also has a game, and she came by uh, last night, um, and uh, she just had a bunch of extra saplings of both the her island was apples and then peaches, 
And so she's just like, I have ten of each. I don't know what to do with them. So she's just... She, it's the first time I played with someone else, and she just flew over, and she's like, where do you want them? So I'm like, uh, yeah. dig a bunch of holes, and she's like, there you go. And to and clarify, so you I... mean she came over in the game. Yeah, <laughs> Not yeah, in yeah. real life. Obviously, yeah. Just in case people... Responsible. Like, oh, distancing. Responsible distancing. <laughs> yeah, and then... and that, But I think that's... So, so, and then we ran around the island, and we uh, chatted a bit, mm-hmm. and... Um, you know, she showed me some of her more advanced outfits and some of her furniture, and she like said, "Oh, oh yeah, I like your house." Yeah, oh, and then, yeah. Then she ran off, and <laughs> and it was yeah. Shut up. <laughs> oh, I didn't even realize what I was Lace. saying. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Um. Uh. But it was um. So one, I got. I now have four times as many fruit. Coming. Oh. Four out of ten now, which is good. So uh, nice to pay you but, debts. But um. Uh, she also gave me a ladder. So, so general thing, you start out and you've got a flat section of the island that you have full run of, uh, and it'll be bounded by some stream. And then if you progress a little bit, within like a day or two of progression, you'll get re- a recipe for like a, a pole, and that allows you to cross streams. So it kind of gives you the second tier of the island. Mm. And then I haven't actually unlocked the third tier, which which... When you build the store, basically, uh, it gives you a ladder recipe, mm-hmm. and the ladder gets you to the high, literally the high tier of the island. So is this um, a bit like Death Stranding? Where you have to kind of, you know, <laughs> yeah. climb across the environment <laughs> well, using kind, I mean, tools. I, well, I mean, kind of, actually, because uh, Elena just was like, oh, do you have the ladder yet? I was like, no. So she's like, cool, I'll, I'll bring one. And then she just threw on the ground. On sharing, my and sharing, yeah, making yep. stuff and sharing it with other yeah, people. So, so yeah. Animal Crossing is the next Stranding game. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I got to, I got to, you know, a couple days early see the rest of my island. Uh, but I kind of, so here's some weird thing. Um, one of the first things you do is you de-weed your island. Uh, and oh, then you can okay. sell the weeds for like 10 bucks a pop. And that's enough to oh. get the early part of the uh, game going. But then, you know, it's not a lot of money, but also mm. they've made the mistake of kind of making the weeds aesthetically appealing. I, I like okay. the oh. ground cover. Like when you have trees and these mm. weeds, I mean, sometimes they get in the way because they're actual ground objects. So if you're like beating up a stone or a tree, things might bounce off of a weed because it's not flat ground and then and then bounce into the water. Mm-hmm. Um, but so That's like there's some landscaping you do, but I actually left both the second and third tiers fairly weed full because apparently they grow really slowly back in the island because obviously most people want but it's like I don't want a like super manufactured island I kind of like the idea of it having a wilderness in the backyard for at least a while and I like the idea yeah um but yeah, so so the I'm back there getting sexy outfits growing weeds I mean what's you know this is does sound like you said it was a kid's game <laughs> yeah, this is a kids' game in Bristol. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, did I not mention the cat? <laughs> there are holes. What kind, of holes can you, sure. what kind of holes can you stay in for days? Yeah. Oh, so 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 there's like weird things that you you unless you. So I like trying to figure out things myself, but I've stumbled upon some stuff on the internet. Yeah, like for the like so. Every day, like, spots spawn where you can dig and that'll get fossils. And one of the first buildings you get is, like, a museum. And you can, you can, once you, you talk to the owl who will, like, um, inspect <laughs> your fossils. <laughs> God. 
Yep. Uh, he'll inspect your fossils, <laughs> and then you can either sell, like donate them to the museum or keep them to display in your house or whatever. Mm. But like, I could go on with little details. But so so one of the things is like, if it's a glowing hole in the ground, you'll dig up money. Mm-hmm. And it turns out if you you can if you put up to you can put up to ten thousand bell bag of money into the hole, and it'll grow a money tree. Oh wow! Okay. So what, <sighs> when the is tree is full, gra- full grown, it'll give you three times as much money as you Damn. dumped in the hole. Oh, is, yeah, it, is so it a long? Is it like a big time investment? Is it like, like a week's worth? Okay, not it. Yeah, um, real world days. Yeah, because the whole game is real world tied, which is kind of neat. Mm, okay. So like, if you only play at night, you will literally only never see the sun. That's, that's neat. Which mm. is one of the reasons why I started playing it first thing in the morning. Yeah, um, yeah but like you all day, yeah. It's that kind of drug. Sun. Mm. Yeah, you can go online and see people do Let's Plays and stuff, but I think uh, a lot of people are talking about how uh, the interaction... So one, it's just it's it's doing things you can't do right now. Mm. Like, it's... it's. I mean, these games are chore games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they're chores, that, like running around outside to do chores that you can't do in the real world. And that's one of the reasons why it's, it's, it's hit in a way that it would never have otherwise. Can I get a car in this game? I don't know. Because I, don't I went and so. turned over my car today, so I went for a drive. I was just like, oh, I miss driving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Oh, I bet it's super nice to drive now, because I bet there's like no traffic. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. And yeah. then when there was like one slow person in the road, I was just like, come on. Really? So you're just walking along, you're beeping at her, get out of the fucking road! <laughs> <laughs> no, not pedestrians, I imagine, not for drive. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um... Yeah, but also like it was, it was really fun to just run around. Like I haven't seen Elena in in a few years, um, but it was just fun to run around and 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 hang out. Yes, yeah, that's nice. In a way that felt like you were outside, but not. So <laughs> like I I want to explore that social space a little more. But honestly, just the the superb soundtrack and the fact mm. that it changes sort of per hour and, and oh, on okay. other variables. That's nice. Um, I think it's time of day and weather, and and also progression of the game will change how much variation there is in the in the music. Um, but it just it's it's a it's the right kind of game to just play because like escapism <laughs> yeah. really works. Yeah, but the fact that you do have this ability to go to each other's islands and hang out is great. Except of course it's a Nintendo game, so. Talking on Animal Crossing Discord. is a fucking chore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, was like, I, was about to say, I literally typed to her, Discord? like, <laughs> Elena, can you just, like, next time you want to play this, I'm happy to play with you, but, like, can we just go on Discord and hang out? Yeah. Because typing is awful. And, of course, we were trying to, like, figure out... Um, so in order for her to plant on my island, because I made a dodo code, which is like a... And I made one so anyone could come if they knew the code. Huh. Uh, and I'll that meant that she could touch my... She could visit, but she couldn't affect it. So she couldn't plant mm-hmm. the trees or drop items or anything. But once we played together, because it's Nintendo, we couldn't be friends, even though we were friends on Switch. We became friends on Switch, and then she's like, I'd like to come over. I'm like, cool. Nope, you can't come over. And I can't be best friends with you uh, on Animal Crossing until I've literally played Animal Crossing with you. And on Animal That's... Crossing, you'll you'll appear on the Animal Crossing friends list, and then then I can add you to best friends. And if you accept, then you can put stuff on my island. Mm. Oh. I mean, that's it. I mean, I get the best friend thing, but you should just be able to go for your friends list. It's like this person's going to be yeah. my best friend. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean yeah. I, I'm. If it was a third party game, maybe. 
<laughs> it's still garbage, but maybe. But the fact that it's Nintendo, a they Nintendo game on the Switch, out, this is fucking. It, it was and like they will never. You you hit game. right trigger and <laughs> then you have to you get a, like half a screen turns into the keyboard, and you have to like type oh. through. And so if you're in handheld mode, you can't use your touchscreen, which would be faster. So then you're just you kind of using. T- oh, right, no, you can. Yeah. I'm just saying, like oh. obviously, if you're holding it and the keyboard is half the switch, then you're like claw holding and typing. <laughs> Or you're just trying to type quickly, just, yeah, yeah, like palming or you're, yeah, kind of... or you let go of the controls entirely, and yeah. you're like, it's just, well. Um, but I'd like to, I, I'd like to play more. I, I know there's a lot of people I know on like Facebook groups and stuff who have it, so I'd like to. I was kind of wanting to just go a little further in the game before it's like, ah, oh, let's fuck around and see yeah. what other islands are. Nice. Mm. Um, and it sounds like there's a lot of reasons to interact with people. Okay. Like the. So-called stock market. That's S T A L K, because apparently you, there's there's turnip investments. Yeah, I heard about this. Yeah, and uh, I'll talk about that some other time. Yeah, I don't, I don't think but we like, have six hours to go into the yeah, <laughs> uh, full uh, economic but, dive but into saying, the turnip market. There, I think the point is there's enough different gameplay loops. Like mm. you can crossbreed flowers and stuff if you care. I don't. I, I don't. That's not a thing yeah. I'll do. Um, I actually re- I like fishing. Uh, and it turns out you can like dig clams up on the beach to create fish bait, which is nice because that puts another thing in your fishing loop. Mm-hmm. Instead of just like running around being like, "Oh, has a fish spawned," you can, while you're trolling the beach, you yeah. can be like, "Oh, here's some fish bait. Now I have enough of these. I can just sit in a spot and kind of just fish off the dock." Yeah, um, yeah, because what? I mean, I think this is probably like one of the only games that I've got caught up in the zeitgeist with, because usually I'm just like, mm. I know if I'm yeah. going to enjoy a game or not, like, people could talk about Final Dino Fantasy Fire. 7 till they're blue, and I still wouldn't and play it. And I will. It, cause Don't it's... worry, Japan. I will. <laughs> and it's like, okay, I know that game's not for me, but um, this one, it's just like, yeah, this, because maybe I know now what Animal Crossing is, because I've never played Animal Crossing before, and it sounds like there's enough direction in there, and enough objectives where I'm just not going to be like oh I don't know what to do I can play those sorts of games like I, I did have like on on Vita um, yeah I, I, I tried Stardew I just couldn't get into it but something like Minecraft I was I, yeah. I played mm. for like several months on Vita and I got really into it and then I was like well there's no direction now so maybe that will happen with this eventually but um, yeah be good to try it out at least I mean, it just looks cute anyway, so... Yeah, I mean, to be honest, a lot of it is just, like, running around with fun music and having Mm. your avatar that you can dress up and, like, yeah, Yeah. you kind of do what I want. And, and like, even if I only play it for, like, like minimal resource gathering per day. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the other big thing that I haven't um, gotten really in-depth on is, like, you there's bells and then there's nook miles, and nook miles have, like, a... Like games set, set achievements, but also a set of once you move to the second house, like when you change your house to a tent, you can do a new rewards mile, which has like five active, basically quests. Yeah, yeah that yeah. give you small amounts of nook miles, and then as soon as one goes away, another one comes up. Yeah, that, that's and the sort so that of gives structure you, I need. Yeah, yeah, and so what's nice about that? It's like okay, I guess I have to plant two trees to get two hundred more miles, and why mm-hmm. that's good is because um, not only can you visit other friends' things, but Every two, you can spend two thousand miles to visit a procedural generated island that you get to go to once. 
Mm. And so, okay. like, if you're low on resources, you can burn 2,000 miles. Or you're just bored, right? Colonialism the game. Yeah. Run out of resources here, let me just go rape and pillage this other island. Yeah. And, and, and someone else charge me to let me do that. Yeah. Um, but so, or, like, for example, the reason why I haven't upgraded the store is because I need 30 um, iron nuggets. And you only get those out of stones. Uh, and you, your island starts with six stones, and you can only hit them once a day, and if you don't know how to optimize, like, they can get a maximum of eight things out of them, but it's really hard to do, because you basically get recoil when you hit the stone, and you have a certain mm. amount of time between the first hit uh, to be able to get the last hit, Right. Um, which is why there's a, a tip of, of being at an angle and digging a hole on your 90 degrees and your well, on your 45 and your 90, I guess, such that when you recoil, the, the, the hole in the ground will block you get it to getting sent to the next square, so you can hit it <laughs> eight times in a row. Um, but you can only do that once a day. Yep. And, and also, it turns out if you eat fruit, um, which they tell you to do, um, you can then use the shovel to dig up an entire tree instead of just saplings. But also, if you smack a stone while you have fruit in your system, you break it. I just, they said eat fruit, so I ate fruit, and then I was like, oh, I guess I should hit stones, and I broke all of the ones that were available, and I oh, made no. it, and so you respawn one stone a day, I looked it up, but it means I can't get enough things, because I'm waiting, like, I, I, <laughs> I fucked myself on day one. Does it, does it but I, like... I'm okay with that, because I'm glad I didn't try and, like, I think the worst thing you could do with a game like this is just look up what the, 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 the optimal path is. I mean, unless you have a specific type of the way that you want to play the game, because I kind of you lose the adventure. Where it's like, oh, yeah. I want to like discover things organically in this game, because mm. um, that's what I find so rewarding about like Breath of the Wild, um, just that yeah. exploration and stuff and learning new things, and that's what I want from this game. So, yeah, like what... I learned the 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 tip on the stones from the giant bomb quick look, where Abby's just like, "There's a strap." Ah, okay. Um, and that was one of the reasons I ended up getting the game. I just watched, like, I didn't even finish the quick look. I was just like, well, let's see what, what they're <laughs> doing. And so I knew that was a thing. Yeah. The um, Ni- Nintendo Minute video sold me on it. Um, when it's I just two of them. That, that, it's, it's two people from Nintendo, and they usually get together in a studio and just record stuff. And it was like, oh, we can't do it in real life, so we'll do it in the game. And it was just... They made their own little, oh, cool. re- you know, recording studio. It's like, oh, this looks super cute. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, one of the things I also learned was, like, when you get the axe upgrade, there's two different axes, the stone and the regular axe. Mm-hmm. If you hit a tree with the regular axe three times, you chop it down. It's gone. Took me a few, <laughs> a few, <laughs> a big chunk of my island before I got the timing right. And then I was like, wait, will this grow back? Oh, it won't. There's a stump there now. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. But also, you can sit on stumps, because I was like, if you just run into a thing, if you can sit on it, you sit on it. I'm like, oh. So it, that's kind of neat, because it's like, oh, if you want a rustic thing, you could just grow a tree beside like w- someone's house. Oh, yeah, and then, chop and then it cut it down, yeah. and it becomes a seat. And you're like, nice. oh, I, that's a neat little like thing I wouldn't have thought of. I, I'm sure mm. people have said on the internet, but like, I figured that out. Mm. No, yeah, that's... That's what I sometimes miss about non-internet days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> games. Where it's yeah. like, oh, you discovered something organically, and it's like, you know, you 
tell maybe tell somebody and you still have that same effect that it would be like looking at the internet but it's like oh really uh, if someone told me this I cannot corroborate it I have to go try it myself and it's like yeah I miss those times I'm sure we all miss times yeah, that were like yeah. two months ago <laughs> but I miss uh, yeah. those particular times yeah we just find out things organically like playing The Witness I finally played and finished that game mm. Um, mm. it's just like oh I wish there wasn't a guide I could look at you know because yeah. to be fair I did like probably about 85% of those puzzles without like any hints I think the IGN guides are really good because they give you hints first before okay. just saying, oh, that's, like, look. that's really smart for that type yeah, of game. Mm. Yeah. Um, but it's just like, I wish this wasn't here and I just had to figure it out over the course of probably months or something like that, you know? Right. It reminds me of like old school point and click games playing those where it's like, no, there is no. Well, there might have been game facts by back then, but like, yeah, yeah there's no like clear walkthrough and stuff like that. They can just mm. look up in a second, you know? So. Yeah, yeah. Mm, it's reams and reams and reams of text you have to read through mm. to be able to remember what point you're at to see where you are on this point-and-click adventure mm. and stuff. Yeah, rather than now just itemized and optimized sites where you can just go, "I'm here," and it tells you exactly what you need to do. Yeah, yeah. Like a game that I bought on sale on Switch. She remembers Caterpillars when I played the oh, yeah. pre-release. My mm. lord, um, that was tough. But it's like, I figured all that out on my own. It was just like, yeah. Mm. You remember this? It'd be the same with when we were when we were playing Filament a few weeks mm. ago. Oh, man. You saw mm. some of those puzzles, <laughs> just thinking, what the fuck? Yeah. How? How do I get this one? And there's, yeah, there's nothing. And it's not released. There's nothing to look at. There's nothing yeah. to lean on. So, I, I'm pr- I, Puzzle games, I, I think I'm too um, beholden to the idea that I shouldn't look up things because maybe I'll just continue to use them. But that's also why I rarely finish them. Mm. Mm. Um, and so I think I need to take a page from Lucy's book, which is being okay with it, but and then just learning your own boundaries instead of having this strict rule that means I just stop games, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think with games like The Witness or Babbitt is You, it's like, no, don't look up a walkthrough because... You're not oh, yeah, interpreting the language of it. You don't understand why mm. you can do that. But um, it, it stuff like where it is just like filament, where it's like, oh, I just can't wrap my head around this one. I'm not seeing it. Then fair enough. But I think yeah. you're supposed to wrap the filament, not your head. <laughs> yeah. But the stuff like the witness is like, okay, I know how to do this type of puzzle. It's just that I cannot see this solution. Mm, this, for yes. the life of me, yeah. you know. I've done these previous four. Yeah, I know. I know what's going on. Just not yeah, get, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but those Tetramino puzzles in the Witness are the worst. I can't yeah. stand them. Um, masterpiece. Oh, the Witness great is game. so good. Such yeah. a good game. It's probably uh, like in 2016. I'd call Inside and Witness perfect games. You know, mm. perfectly crafted. Games. I I'm gonna have to pick it up once I'm done with. FF7. Yeah, you'll start like, you must you must have it in a library somewhere. It's been oh, well, free on almost every libraries. service. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I definitely have it. Um, but but play it on just, PC. Uh, Don't play it on console. Because yeah. I I started oh, it on PlayStation Four. I I played it. I've now got this 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 
like clip that oh, I can yeah, put on right. um, an Xbox controller and I play on nice. my phone. So it's you. you so I could take screenshots. Connect your Xbox. Yeah, yeah, you can do and that. Then, and it's so it's just like a, a, a mobile. So for those who aren't on the on the watching the video, it's a little mount that connects to your controller and allows you to hold on to the phone. Yeah, and you Bluetooth to connect the thing. Yeah. Yeah, Bluetooth. Um, well, I think the latest iOS thirteen update allows you to use any Bluetooth controller. So. Oh really? Yeah, it's like thank God and. Like a tested Steam Link as well. Works great. Oh god. Nice. That I go? can play Hitman on my iPhone in bed. So <laughs> I mean that's I don't need actually, anything else in life. That's, that's good. Surprised. I mean that's really good. Yeah. Great, yeah. I only how how do you bit. find the size of the screen on something like Hitman? Um I tried it on this one. Because I don't know what size of that screen is. It's iPhone 8. Um, it's probably what, like 4, 4 inches. Yeah, between 3.5 yeah. to 4 inches, yeah. roughly. Um, and then I tried it with my uh, iPhone 6 Plus, my previous phone, and I, um, with Steam Link, and I was like, hmm. Okay, I can't use the Bluetooth controller, but if I hook up the Bluetooth controller with my PC and then use Steam Link on the phone... It doesn't matter that my I that particular iPhone can't connect with the controller because the controller is yeah. computer and that seemed to work. But it's like it seems like an extra step that I mm. don't care for. So I don't know. I'll just squint or finally get glasses. <laughs> <laughs> One of the two. Who's that bald man? <laughs> <laughs> I definitely can't read the bar barcode. Can yeah. barely see it, but. Um, <laughs> I think I know Hitman well enough to be able to, like, you know, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, yes, mm. yes. Uh, should we open some more beers? Yeah. Always. I mean, yes. <laughs> yes. Lucy, mm. what are you, uh, what are you going to drink next? I am drinking another stout, because it's that kind of evening. Um, this is called Surreal. Turning into me. I know. Not a porter, though, so. Um, this is a Surreal start. Start uh, surreal stout um, from Magic Rock, Dark Arts Hazelnut. It's got cha chocolate, hazelnut, and vanilla in it. It's nice. in the three thirty ml can. Let's have a look. It's six percent. Um, what has it got in it? Nothing. Hazelnuts? Yeah, nothing other than hazelnut and vanilla. It doesn't really say anything on the back. Barley, hazelnut. Yeah, it just says barley and hazelnut. Contains <laughs> barley, hazelnut. Okay, cool. Is that because they're allergens? Is that why it's told you those two things? I mean, is anyone allergic to vanilla or chocolate? I mean, is anyone? <laughs> Probably not. What about lactose intolerant? Yeah, if it's got lactose in it, you'd have to say, it didn't say it's got lactose, but it's got maybe chocolate, hazelnut, and vanilla are just the flavours. Maybe not exactly is there any? Um, is there is there a little vegan mark on it or anything like that? Hmm. Um, no, I can't. S hold on. No, I can't see one actually. No. So so there may be something in there. Yeah. Oh, hold on. What was the, um, registered what was the... by the Vegan Society. <laughs> what does that mean? 
just registered. It's just on a list somewhere. Is it a bad a list? Building. Like if you register yeah, on the sex offenders list? Is it <laughs> registered by Vegan Society? You cannot drink this. Oh no. I don't know. Um, what was the percent I missed it? Uh, was it... Oh, was it 6.5? No, just 6. Six. That was a Beals bit. Six one. It's a bit uh, lively. Adam. I um, I'm drinking a Galway Bay Brewery Sea Milk Stout, four point five percent. Um. Eh, okay. Uh, that's just about the brewery. No, no, no. Text except that they use barrels. Oh. Uh, classic style. Yeah, they use they they do other things. They do all kinds of ways of brewing. Galway Bay Brewing. Um, yeah, so it's a four point five percent milk stout. It's a lovely orangey can. Nice. Oh yeah. With fish. Oh uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. I wonder what it is. A very uh, strange shape of things going on, but yeah, fish. Fish very much makes sense on a moving, wandering cam, and it's not quite uh, focusing yeah. very well. Uh, cool. Sorry, I mean you could there. There's the angle, maybe a little better. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah. Hmm. Cool. Um, I, uh, as my second bit, have got a collaboration. Uh, Morrison's of the supermarket, which have a lot of Northern Monk in them. And I've got the Northern Monk Alpha Delta Brewing collaboration called Order of the Faith. It's a double dry hopped IPA at 6.5%. Nice. Um, It has a little label on the top that says A Twist of Faith. I assume it's maybe they've taken Faith, the, the Northern Monk beer, and they have changed it in some way. Uh, let's see what it says. It has got Citra, Mosaic, Comet, and Simcoe in it. Uh, it's brewed in the north with Andrew Bissett, who is Brethren number nine. Uh, what else does it say? Anything about the beer? No. And only the hops are... Um, given to me in the ingredients it does also just say um, oh, hang on, malted barley, oats wheat, uh, hops and yeast um, mm. so yeah not a huge amount of information mm. even though it looks like there's loads sort of stacked up on the side of the can um, just tells me about Northern Monk really yeah. well I'm going to crack this one open good Lucy. Ooh. yeah Ooh. Um, I don't actually want to drink mine because oh, I'm just too busy sniffing at it. It's, <laughs> it's oh, the, just the as soon as I crack the can, you could smell the hazelnut. It smells like like a dairy milk hazelnut chocolate. It's just divine. Oh, nice! Yeah. Is it like a is it Kinder Kinder Buenos? Is that hazelnut? Chocolate yeah, or Ferrero Rocher. Yeah, Ferrero Rocher. That's the because apologies Ben I don't know what Kinder Boy no hazelnut smells like but anyway Ferro Rocher yeah it's got that lovely dark velvety chocolate aroma to it with sweetness I mean 
put a nice large head, like honeycomb, and I don't want to drink it. I just want to smell it. <laughs> I would bottle this smell if I could. Or can it. Can it, that's it, mm. mate. I don't want to Just every time you crack it, you get it. that, ooh. Mm. Mmm. Mmm. Yeah. That's a good sound. Yeah, I didn't want to drink it because I was like, no way it can live up to this smell. But yeah, the taste. Mmm. You're getting all that hazelnut. Mmm. This is a great beer. Nice. I don't want to say anything else. I don't care what I'm <laughs> doing. Like, yeah, it's fine. just so good. It, like, the hazelnut is just... It's there and it's got that roastiness. You're getting a bit of sweetness from the chocolate and the vanilla. It's not too heavy. It's quite... It's medium-bodied like the last one. Mm. But this has just got so much more depth and richness of flavour rather than just coffee. This has all those elements like just all coming together and harmonising. And oh. Yeah. I mean, maybe it helps because I really like hazelnuts. Sure. Yeah, that's fair. But. Ooh, yeah. That is a mm. good beer. Yeah, well, it's I just like full of. Yeah. yeah, it's just full and foamy enough. It's like, you, you're not even. It's not heavy, but you're not missing, like, that thickness, that viscosity from, like, right. other stouts. It's just. Yeah. Like, I have nothing else to say. I just that's fair. want to that's drink good. this. This will be done before you two finish talking, so. Yeah. <laughs> alright, Adol. We'll go quickly. We'll go quickly. Adol. Alright. Uh, I forgot to taste it. Um, <laughs> it's got a bit of a, a, a little bit of a coffee smell. Um, this, this milk stout. Um, and obviously a little sweetness on the nose. Mm. Um. Oh wow! It's got. It's got a finish and a half. It's uh, it, it finishes. It, it kind of goes quickly. The taste. Let me have another quaff. It's very much a milk stout. Um, more, much more on the burnt, sort of burnt uh, coffee toffee notes. Mm-hmm. Not a lot. Um, not a lot stays around like that. It's a really quick taste, and then it finishes. Um, like I said, that that burnt coffee sort of taste is is primary. The sweetness lingers with the finished swell, which is really nice. Um, it won't last long because, again, that that primary taste is like, oh yeah, here's you're having a milk, like you're having a stout, and a little bit of sweetness. It's actually not as sweet as I was thinking it would be. Um, they've definitely not done. They haven't overdone the lactose, so. Um, it's sweet, but it's still very much a stout. And then, like I said, it finishes sort of bitter, burnt, mm-hmm. malty. Um, and and then the lactose is just sort of sitting there as a fine layer of sweetness to make sure you're not getting, like, worn out of that bitter taste. But it's not, um, you know, sometimes a lot of times you have a milk stout and it's like, this is a sweet beer that has these other mm-hmm. tastes. This mm-hmm. is a primarily stout in that, again, like, burnt coffee toffee malty sense that has a layer of sweetness on top from the lactose. Um, instead, yeah, instead of the lactose being front and center. Uh, it's really good. Um, it, 
I mean, I feel like my, my the aftertaste of my mouth is kind of like, did I just have some coffee? Like, it is really that, like, coffee note. Um, it's 4.5%, not too boozy. Um, I, I, like I said, I really like the taste. I think my biggest complaint is that the the initial taste, like the taste, disappears really quickly. And that has this gorgeous finish that I really like, but I kind of want it to wait a few more seconds. Yeah. Like, I, I want to enjoy the taste before moving on to enjoy the finish. Mm-hmm. Instead, I like both, but it's like, oh, I guess I'm on the finish again. So that's why I suspect that I'm... Tis not long for this world, this this beer, is my suspicion. <laughs> um, I think I'm, uh, again, uh, my first beer was kind of the opposite to your first beer. I think... Uh, how I feel about this beer is is almost opposite to how you both feel. I, this is gonna this might stick around for a little bit longer. It's not inviting me back mm. too much to to drink it quickly. Uh, it's it's very very light. Uh, it's super almost, pale, almost like it, a whitish, p- yeah, whitish you yellow. You can just just see through it. Um, not on your shitty camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're very pixelated right now. Oh no, um, the internet has shit the bed. Um, Oh, it was. Ha, you just reminded me. I was going to stream this as an experiment. Oh no, yeah, we forgot. Doesn't matter. Yeah, Next time, maybe oh my God. with everyone's. Sorry. Oh, what's we up? We have breaking news. Oh. Carry on, Ben. We'll, we'll talk about uh, What is the? All right. What Ooh. is the breaking news? I'll tell you quickly. This is very grapefruity. It's very easy. There's a bit of there's Sorry. a bit of bitterness towards Sorry, the end. Ben. Yeah, carry on. There's not much more going on with this. I'm surprised it's an IPA rather than a pale ale. Um, it's a little thin, but uh, yeah. Okay, it's one of those IPAs that's like, I don't think you've got enough of that India in you. Yes, exactly, yeah. <laughs> the nose and the flavor are almost exactly the same. That From the double dry hopping, I assume you know they're getting a lot more of that uh, in the nose um, to make the flavor almost exactly the same. But yeah, a bit of grapefruit, a little bit of bitterness towards the end. It's 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 pretty solid, but I don't think it stacks up to um, New World IPA from Northern Monk or even their newer World IPA, the the slightly higher percentage um, one that they that they put out in a big can as well. Right. So yeah, it's not really asking much of me, mm. um, but it doesn't really want me to go back to it. So I think I'll sip it quite slowly. Hmm. Um, Lucy, Lucy, what's yeah, going what, what? on? Um, they've just revealed the PlayStation Five controller. Oh, oh shit! Oh, oh. I thought I thought this was I like it was Corona news. Is it the banana? Gaming. I thought I thought it, I thought it was a joke. I thought it I thought it was a new Google Stadia controller. Oh no! Really. <laughs> It's Wait. interesting looking. You'd grow Wait. to love it. Do you like have, can you drop a link? Ugly. Where are you? Where are you finding it? Just type in PlayStation. Uh, PlayStation Blog. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what is that? <laughs> Holy shit! Um, uh, sorry. Uh, I mean, okay. If you're just listening to this and you haven't seen it yet, just just pause the podcast and, and Google this. Um, you could grow to. L- Love it, like your yeah. Ugly I mean, child. I kind of like the like no colored buttons. Oh, I don't know. It looks very strange. And That's different. I mean, guys... That's very different. 
That looks like a. That looks like a third party Mad Cats controller. Oh, I mean, it feels that is kind of hideous. Looking at it. So it's, it's it's it looks like it's a play. I mean, I, I'm literally it's holding the color a, scheme. A thing. Yeah. DS. Mm. Like, yeah. The the I'm holding it up to the picture, and it looks like it's taller. The taller color scheme makes it look like it's weird dimensions. It looks like a like sad holding panda. A... Adol, yeah, hold but... the hold your hold the DS4 up to the um, yeah, okay. screen. It looks almost like it's got a flat. Yeah. So it, it's gone for a slightly more. But like, if you hold up a controller to a picture. Like this angle, like the, the the actual little legs of the controller mm. to the the joysticks are actually probably the same. It's just see how on, you have the like circle. The, the only thing's flat on the top of the yep. PS4. Mm-hmm. Um, are these circles? Now the whole thing is a flat pane. Yeah, yeah, uh, and it's taller. Buttons, like it, it, basically, it's, it's they... all it is is this. Like it's just like an, a half inch taller. It looks like. And contiguous. Are the buttons inset mm. or is it my eyes? They can't I mean, be. I can't surely. tell from the problem is I only I, the, scroll, I only, scroll down. Right. There's like oh, a side on. There's down, a side yeah. on view further down in the article. I can't. Tell oh yeah. From so that so either. the buttons are the buttons are about um, the same. Just looking at. The, okay, they are um, headset. That's fine, they, that's fine. Yeah, they they're the same uh, outset as as they are currently on the DS4, roughly. Uh, right, like it looks like a sad panda. Yeah, <laughs> I mean the white. I mean, really, what it is is what if the touchpad was slightly bigger and more, and the and like the the everything was on the same plane. That is oh, very much a departure. But it be, looks because like, they've it made like it bigger. Yelmo del Toro fucking design yeah. pad. Doesn't I mean, it? because like, they're no bigger I though. Fucking... I think the big key difference here, if you look, is that the shoulder buttons are bigger. Yeah, like look at the L one R one compared to the D, like. D- DS4 has these tiny, like, it's like not Very even slim. Oh, I don't like that yeah, groove, yeah. though, that, like, the state. Between the two? Between the two and between yeah. the the front of it, and that's what I don't like about the dual shot. And then groove. the trigger looks like it, it has a bigger, possibly a bigger tab. Mm. Yep. Uh, it's hard to tell. Um, it's it's. I think Lucy, yeah, you're talking about kind of like the depth. It's not a light bar anymore. It's kind of a, a surround to the touchpad. And it almost looks like it's kind of three pieces stuck together. Yeah, it's, uh, so the piece where the the I mean, where it hits the triggers buttons as well. and the yeah. and the the regular buttons are is like a piece of plastic that yeah. wraps around the rest of the controller. You see how there's and like that means that there's a space hmm. between, like there's an actual that. like roof. Um, so you can't like there, like if you put your finger right on the top of L L one. It can get um, caught. The skin can right get now. I, I can I can do that just <laughs> at any any amount. But how flappy is your panel, skin, mate? Getting caught in little. Uh, I'm very old. Bit no, of but me. I mean, I think I think it's right because if if you hit L1 sort of right at the top, hmm. you would hit L1 and then immediately hit that shell part. Yeah, that's right, right now you hit L1 like and it. maybe yeah. Whereas it's just like on a yeah on Xbox, Xbox or a PS like, yeah. There's no gap. It's just, and it's, and it's, I, I don't know whether they're going to add color, maybe because obviously I don't the... like that color. I think if it was a different color scheme, I think it would look way better. Yeah, oh, yeah. I if think it was like a blue or a red and black, I or something almost like that, gar- rather than a white I almost guarantee you, the whole point of doing this is so that they can get it. So they want people like Lucy buying a million DS4s. Oh, and I will. Because I've got about four DS4s, which is far too many as is. 
And again, they have two. They've got so they haven't done any coloured buttons, but they also haven't done a coloured PlayStation symbol right in that in that centre. Is now on the yeah, DS4, it's, it's a circle with the PlayStation that's logo what, on. That's it's, why, uh, it's this actually is, the outline. Shaped. This is the outline of the PlayStation. That's why I was watching. Because well, I was weird. watching the well, I'm not watching it, but it's on in the background, the giant bombcast, and they just put up a controller, and I was like, oh, they must have unveiled like a new Google Stadia like controller or oh, something yeah. like that, or third parties. Okay, and then what I'm annoyed at. I was like, oh, sorry, oh, whole, that's a PlayStation <laughs> controller. And I was like, it must be third party, but yeah, you can't, you can barely see the logo, and it's like the yeah. logo is iconic, you know. I mean, I like that it's a, I mean, so, but the problem is, like, that makes it more, like, it's also metallic, so it probably shines a bit, the PlayStation button, but if it's literally, like, a P with a, a, you know, the weird hula hoop around it, which is how I see the PlayStation icon, it's a P doing the hula hoop, um, it might be hard, like, if you actually have to hit that button, it's not gonna feel great. Um... I don't know. I don't think. I mean, I did rarely use the no. button, so yeah, it's probably same, fine. But... but I mean, the other thing I would say it looks like it's is... like it, it's not. It's going to be like I don't know. Ben was I can't remember. Is it like the touchpad now? Is it? You don't always have to press in for it to get any. No, no. So like, especially if, like so the if feedback. You just touch yeah, the touchpad. It's just kind of like oh, okay. swiping and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so the the one thing I will say though is what's so the biggest thing about the PlayStation Five controller has been um, like a couple months ago they came up with the little add-on that gave you the paddles on the back. Hmm. And Does this have like, paddles? People is, well, that's I was say people were assuming it's to make DS4s PS5 compatible. But the mm. one thing they haven't showed us in any of in, on the official PlayStation blog yep. is the fucking back. The back Are yeah. there buttons there? I don't know. I really don't like that. I, don't, I, wanna... I doubt it. It doesn't look. Yeah. It doesn't look like there's enough but d- uh, uh, space on the back to have any buttons. It's quite a chunky little board. I mean, but they might be like really Maybe like low key buttons. The they could right? be. I mean, they could be like tiny little paddles. Um, you know, if they're the same size as kind of like a fingertip. Um, they could be very, yeah, very exactly, small. Right. I mean, there's there's lots of stuff that this is talking about in the article. It's interesting to, to kind of read it through. Like the, the share, sense. the share, yeah, the share button's gone. That's now a create button, but they're not talking about that yet. Dual Sense, which has a built-in microphone array to allow you to talk without plugging a headset in. Yeah, I mean, um, you can see that right above the PlayStation mm, symbol is uh, is is that a doesn't multi. Sound good. I mean, uh, if you can switch the option on and off. I mean, to be honest, I think. I would rather have a good array, uh, a good microphone on the controller than and even and and put regular earbuds in than having the shitty one earbud crappy mic. Yeah, but it's bad enough. Um, like on every multiplayer game, you hear somebody's children screaming in the back. Yeah, that is true. I mean, any mic will happen. Have pick up that. Mic. Oh, oh, it's also it's not called the Dual Shock. It's called the it's dual it is called the Dual Sense. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. the Dual Sense. Fair enough. And that's where we'll leave that one, I suppose, while we think about it later and take it all in. Um, Put it in a different colour scheme. And it, uh, if I mean, it, if it could, feels better could, ergonomically, I don't think it will, just by the look of it, like that, the, mm. the gaps in the plastic, then yeah, um, whatever. Well, so I mean, if you look at the, if you look at the head-on shot, you'll see that like the gaps are kind of annoying, but also the, the buttons clearly are higher up. 
Like, there's a lot of travel on that L1, R1, um, but before you even come in line with where that, like, weird groove you're, we're talking about mm-hmm. is. So I suspect that it will register before you even have to go near that problem place. But it's a weird design because it's adding a potential... Like, they're talking about accessibility and different hand sizes and whatever. So it's weird that, like, they've added a... Uh, they've made it less easy to for certain, like, grips. It's got the um, haptic feedback um, triggers. Yeah. Which Xbox didn't make the most of. You know, I can only really think of Forza, where it used it well. Maybe Mm. Dead Rising 3 or something. um, So I just went onto Instagram quickly, and PlayStation posted a picture of the pad. Mm. It was posted 19 minutes ago, they have already twenty four over twenty four thousand comments on their Instagram Mostly post. Mostly positive. Uh, I mean, good. oh, there we go. Um, let me share this with you guys. This looks some people are saying better. back to the drawing board. Yeah, I think um, it'll be like very polarizing. Lots like, of people just yeah, tagging I mean, other people. Fifties. Yeah, but I mean, I think a lot. Yeah, until people actually play with it, I think it's just. Yeah. People don't like change, yeah. especially right now. I like, just think it's super To be honest, it, it looks like it... Yeah, I. but like functionally, yeah, I think it will be better. almost identical to the DS4. Check. Except the touchpad might be slightly better because it does like widen out. Check, check that link that I sent. It, mm. it oh, looked... I can't because it'll fuck up the... Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. On my phone. I don't have my phone. Yeah. I mean... Let's it, have a look. It, this looks marginally better. Yeah. It's just a different shot of it. It's just a different color. It's all in black. <laughs> oh, it's it's the black. The, yeah, the, <laughs> the one you yeah, everyone will buy. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that seems fine. Mm, yeah. yeah, I was gonna say so much of it is like aesthetics. Do not show yeah, something like you imagine. Hideous. So I'd 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 kind of I think the dual tone can work, but the white and black is yeah. so contrasting. If it was maybe like a bolt gun metal. With a black, or you know, like a deeper, like a deeper blue, or a, if a it was transparent and purple, everyone would go crazy for it. So. <laughs> I was just say, yeah, it's just well. Also, like, let's be honest. Um, I never. If like you're those. gonna make a black and white <laughs> controller, you want the, you don't want the white bits where your sweaty fucking hands are mm. constantly touching it. Like that's yeah, a yeah, controller yeah. is gonna yeah. just suck. All that yep. those Cheetos and that in you dust. Yeah, <laughs> gonna be good. Not right. Good Let's move yeah, on. Anyway, let's yeah. move on. We've got one game we have to talk about this week. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, uh, a game that I played a little bit of, but you know, like ten minutes. Ooh, we'll yeah. throw to we'll throw to Lucy because yeah. I think she's played a reasonable amount. Finished it. You? She, she finished it. Mm-hmm. Finished all it. of the amounts, Ben. All of the amounts. Yeah. Finished it last Thursday. Um, oh nice. In other waters. From uh, Jump Over the Edge, Ben was kindly sent some codes, and you kindly mm. forwarded one on to me. Played it on Switch, which is a good place to play it. Um, it is a... Uh, let's call it abstract narrative adventure game. Um, it, it's very reminiscent of like text adventures, less... But this is very me- less choice-driven in like dialogue trees. Um, right. It's more the the choice is more of like exploration um, as such. You're 
basically this AI which is helping out this uh, xenobiologist who is um, she, she's gone to this foreign planet somewhere in our solar system or some it could be a fake planet well, well it's I think it's a moon or something I can't really remember I think it might be a planet mm-hmm. anyway fictionalized planet and she's basically exploring the oceans on this planet this planet has um, ocean life it's discovered that like that yeah there's plant life there's animal life there's um, on this planet and Art she life. yeah and she's um, been called uh, she basically got a distress call from this this person who you find I don't want to spoil it but you find more about this person and the relationship with this woman um, further along in the story but you're basically an AI who's in control of a like swimsuit and mm. you're helping her along the way um, it's very much a as I said, exploration game, but you're very much like a like a marine biologist, like um, finding all these different like flora and fauna and cataloging them. And the more you catalog them, the more you um, find out about them, find about their behaviour, uh, the theories of why they behave like this, um, their biology, and their their whole link to the whole ecosystem of this planet and. Um, I think if you enjoy like that kind of stuff, that's what kind of like like to buy Abzu, just discovering like the new creatures mm. and stuff like totally, that, and yeah. um, uh, and just learning. These are all fictionalized creatures. It's a fictionalized planet, but the writing in the game it just builds up such a great universe, a great world, and a great story. Mm. In like, oh, I can picture what this looks like. I can picture what this animal, um, you know, what what the equivalent would be on Earth or something like that. And once you go to, like, dock on your main ship and stuff like that, there are different docking stations throughout the world. Um, you can, like, upload the, uh, like, you collect, like, specimens and stuff like that as you go. And you can upload those to a lab and study them and... It's a very much an automated process. You're not, you know, literally doing it yourself. But then you get like this um, this database, and it shows you, oh, this animal. What are the theories behind this animal? Its behaviour, and then eventually, once you collect enough data, um, they show you like a what what a sketch of the animal looks like, which is quite nice. So instead of everything just being, I mean, it does a good job of allowing you to picture what these things look like in your head mm-hmm. but also giving you a sketch at the very end um when you nice. found collected enough data for them it's like that kind of carrot on the you know end of the stick it's like oh yeah, yeah. now i know what it looks like officially and it's like i mean it could it, it doesn't have to be there but it's a nice um touch to the game where it's like oh i've learned so much about this and now i can even though i've pictured it in my head now i can see exactly what it looks like and it doesn't take away anything from what you would have thought it looked like um, previously mm. but um, this is very much a 2D game, it's got a very abstract um, look to it whereas something like um, Subnautica or Abzu is like first person or a 3D adventure game, yep. this is very much a 2D you, um, you're basically looking at like a cockpit and like like a um, it's like a dial of a, of a diving watch this very much wanted me to like purchase and like a nice 
watch. But um, <laughs> <laughs> you bought not that another I can afford. Watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, it really no. made me want to start looking. I was like, no, I'm not going to start looking like Breitling watches. I'm not going to do that. But um, <laughs> but it's like, yeah, you I get... <laughs> wore a watch for a day this week. Uh, last yeah, week I, because I, I found a watch today. It's like I haven't I done found that in weeks. my like rings and watches oh. bag when I was cleaning my room because of COVID. Because what else do you do? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I've got. And of course, they're all all of my watches uh, have dead batteries. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or they're like old pocket watches which haven't survived the moves well, so they no longer wind up, which sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of them is an uh, just an old Seiko um, uh, automatic watch. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Cool, I will put it on." And then uh, I forgot how until they're properly like wound up, they just like when they are coming off of just not having mm-hmm. any energy because they're automatic, like they're kinetic, so yeah. they wind when you move. They like I was like cool. I'm wearing a watch, and then within three hours, I look. I'm like, wow, it's like a half hour off. Great, this is totally useless. Um, but I did confirm my suspicion, which um, uh, so so I obviously have my um, my wrist tattoo, and like some people were like, well, wrist seems really weird. What if like you go for a job interview and people judge you? And I was like, I'm pretty sure a watch band will just cover this yeah. where I've put it. Just keep your wrist, but I didn't bother like. I didn't bother like actually figuring that out before I got it, and then I put the watch on, and it like literally covered it exactly. I'm like, I'm the best. <laughs> or you just keep your wrists firmly on the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, palms yeah. down. Yeah, or like this. Yeah. This isn't a. I mean, yes, it's. <laughs> why are you, why I do your this, hands doing this? Why work? is this the yeah. way that you motion things? <laughs> and it's like, oh, it's because I'm used to being cuffed. I mean. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, but well, that's it. I can never, yeah. I can never wear a short sleeve shirt to a job interview again. Mm. Not that I'm ever going to go to a job interview. Yeah. Fuck working for other people. Anyway, uh, I agree. But anyway, uh, yeah. In back to in other waters. Yeah, you're looking at it from like a very two D. Um, uh, Top downy. Uh, it's very much just, just, just the the interface you're looking at. Um, mm. Like. This, this very much like you're looking at like what a, a dial on like a, a spacecraft or an airship or, or it almost a plane looks like a like a, like a, like a radar like a sonar yeah. type of yeah right screen like, and yeah. um, it's got a very tactile feel to it though so mm. you're like moving these dials you like um, when you're trying to navigate and like go through the water you're using like this sextant and stuff and it's like it's very it's got this very tactile feel to it even though it is just this 2d interface so like mm. um you're pressing well i played on switch i guess on mouse and keyboard it probably feel a little bit less tactile because you're just clicking with a mouse but um you're you know using like the triggers to swap over to oh yeah you swap over to like your um uh dock to dock and like you're using um, that's really cool like different face I, buttons I, to do different actions like uh, bring up the sex so like the mapping navigate, is like really one to one so not yeah yeah so mm. it's oh I might have to try so I mean I, I, I like I said I played very little of it mm-hmm. um, on the PC but I played it mouse and keyboard and you're right like a lot of it is you basically are mousing around between the yeah. controls but I might I might mm. plug controller in and try it again because I really like this idea of like 
really, like you mm-hmm. said, like controlling, like this is the button that does that because it really it does feel like with the mouse and keyboard, like you're just in front of a GUI and you're just mm, like yeah, yeah. That's why I'm that, glad that I got it. On makes Twitter. you feel mm-hmm. like divorced from the thing mm. where if each button had a specific command absolutely yeah then you yeah. could be like i am doing thing x versus i am just moving clicking, the cursor yeah. between thing x and y yeah it'd be a lot more passive on like mouse and keyboard and just i think at the very start it just it, it does like throw you in the deep end for what of a better term um right at the beginning with the control scheme but you really do lock it down after a few goes and it's like oh it just becomes second nature it's like i know where the right. sonar button is it's like it's like x at the top and then it's just like yeah i know how to get the sex in the i know how to you know use my propellants to go to that place so but yeah it's got that very oh i'm using all the buttons and like all the face buttons all the all the triggers to um get get through this so it, it even though it is just very much a text adventure it brings that interactivity to it and there are things where it's like okay i want to explore this area more i'm going to stay more in this area and then there's um things that affect the gameplay in in such as like you've got these two meters you've got your um like thrusters and then you've got your oxygen and um you have to manage those like in some areas it's like oh there's these toxic clouds um here um so your oxygen's your oxygen's gonna deplete faster, or you're swimming in strong currents. You're gonna have to use more of your power. You're gonna have to use your boosters right. and stuff like that. So you're you're managing these resources, and like some of the organic plant and animal matter can um, that you pick up can like give you an extra oxygen boost or energy oh, boost nice. and stuff like that. So you are like micromanaging those resources as well, which gives Does it another it- element to gameplay. Does it feel uh, with that kind of like resource management type thing? So uh, a lot of something like Subnautica was kind of like about survival. You know, you had to mm. build certain things, you had to eat, you had to do certain things. Does, does it have that survival element to it? Or or is it sort of forgiving enough that actually it's it's kind of like, I've run out of energy, I can still get where I'm going, it's mm. just going to take me longer to do so? It's massively forgiving in that, mm. You can. Uh, I think I ran out of oxygen once, or power, um, and it's like you run out of those things. But it's like, oh, you're just transported back to base. You don't lose any of your okay. your findings or your specimens or anything like that. Mm-hmm. You're literally just transported back. So it's not punishing in that way, and but it does give it that bit of tension. Even yeah. though in the end, it's like, okay, I have, I have enough, like plant and animal matter to give me enough oxygen boost or this and that but it's like you're always thinking oh when will I next come upon something that's going to give me enough oxygen or shall I carry more resources for the oxygen or more for the the, 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 the thrusters and stuff like that so mm. it does have that tension and a bit it's not like oh it doesn't matter you know <laughs> in, in yeah. some areas it does um, doesn't matter where it's like I have plentiful oxygen I just need to bring enough for the thrusters and the power whatever but it's like in some areas it's just like yeah i really need to think about what i'm going to bring with me because i only have like a uh, limited inventory um like 12 slots and like each item fills up one slot it's like oh i can only take yeah. so many things so um there's a bit of a what should i take what you know a bit of balance there but um yeah some of the objects in- interact with the environment and stuff like that so it's it's, it's got a, it's got decent amount of gameplay so it's not just mm. 
a you know interactive novel or something like that. So. Sure. But in terms of the story, I enjoyed the story. I'm not going to spoil it, but it's like I by the time the, the ending came, which I enjoyed and it, it wrapped up in a satisfying way. But it's just like this is I wouldn't say cliche, but it's like I I I could tell it was going there. It's like I've seen this right. story in right. other oh interplanetary explorations you know mm-hmm. narratives before it's like oh of course that happened so um but it was it was still you know it was a decent enough story it kept is me it, going you know is mm. it secondary sort of to the gameplay experience you know is it just there to kind of drive drive you along a little bit and link various things together um i'd say it should be crucial in this game because even though you have mm. that gameplay and the cataloging of like um, the marine biologists, you are like the reason why you're going to these places is you know your primary objectives are to find this woman who contacted you who sent out a distress signal, um, and that is the driving force of the narrative in the game, and it's like. When you find out why she was there and what it was leading to, it's like, okay, I've seen this before, but yeah, the story is well written enough, so it's not like, oh, this is just cliches. It's still, okay, this carried me through, and it was good enough to carry me through. It's just mm-hmm. I wish it had been a bit more surprising. It'd gone right. somewhere where it's like, because I, I was thinking, oh. Is that where it's going? Is that where it's going? It can't surely go that way because I've seen that several times before. But right, still did. But it doesn't make it any less well yeah. written or well accomplished or anything like that. So yeah, fair. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I, I think it's a beautiful looking game. It's it, it's so striking that that art. Um, as I said, it made made me want another watch. But um, yeah, yeah. It, it, I, I think I took several screenshots and I think that's. It's not the best part of the game. I think the game is very much a part of you know you know some of all its parts, but um, you can't deny that the art is great. It looks nice, you know, really striking, and yeah. the, the the different color palettes change depending on where you are. Like sometimes you go to like the abyssal plane, and you know it's very it's black offset with like these reds and greens, and it's, mm. it's really good looking. So nice. Just look at a few screenshots and. See if that tickles your fancy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, adult, having only played yeah. a, a small amount of this, um, I think we find a lot of times these days people only give games a very, very short amount of time before maybe they move on to something else. Like, has this done enough in ten minutes to kind of yeah. uh, keep you interested and, and want to go back to it? Yeah, I mean, I. I, I... It's a weird time. Um, mm. I, it was the first game I really tried to pick up um, after a long, like, as we all know, um, hiatus from really playing games regularly. Mm. Uh, and I think it just wasn't the right kind of game mm. to grip me. Um, I think and, if you played it on Switch, uh, it would have gripped you more. You know? Yeah, and I think what I might do is... Um, Plug in that controller. A controller. Yeah. yeah. And possibly even boot my Mac into Windows because I'm, I'm sure my even my shitty MacBook Air can play it in when it's uh, yeah. on Windows. Yeah, it runs fine um, on like, Switch. So. Yeah, 
Um, but like, yeah, it just was like, uh, to be honest, it was like, oh wow, okay, so there's some depth here and there's some exploration and uh, cool. Uh, you know, I've played you know, 45 minutes an hour. I'll come back to it, and then I just didn't quite get back to it. Mm. And part of that was because I wasn't playing a lot of games and it just wasn't the right type of game. But it was never. It was definitely not a game where it was like, wow, I'm bored, never coming back. Mm, it sure. Was, uh, yeah, it was kind of like I'm not sure I'm in the right headspace to, hmm. to do this. Yeah, game. It's, it's, it's it's I can definitely see it being a oh I need to be in this right headspace. Like so, there's some games that I just don't want to play because I don't want to read anything, and then I go through like a period where it's like give me all the narrative, you know, yeah. text adventures, you know, and it's just yeah, you, you need to be in a mood where it's like oh I'm gonna read and oh. I should say that um, you can like zoom in and zoom out in this game, but the text is very small on the Switch. Oh, okay. I did. I did find that I, um, for like the latter part of the game, I did put it in the dock and play it on TV, um, mm. which helped massively. Um, the text can be really small, and another thing that I another nitpick is that when the text. Um, when you're speaking to to this uh, woman whose whose suit you're controlling, um, when that text pops up, it just scrolls and it's like, oh. Then, when she's finished talking, um, you get this little dial and it's like ticks down, counts down, and then mm. after that, it's like, oh, it's gone, and it's like you can look at the discussion in like a log afterwards but it's like i wish there was a setting because a lot of the time you are like floating through the water and you were like reading like um you know text on like oh you know it gives you it gives you like text around oh you're looking at this animal you're looking at this plant life and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so you've got text in this corner and you've got text down there and then when you're on the dock, sometimes you want to go into these other screens and read this, and, and yet that text is still going and it's still churning over. Right. I wish there was yeah, an option yeah. where you could just be like, don't move this text along until I give you a button prompt and I say, yes, yeah. I've, I've read this text. So Because it's like, oh, I'm going through this water and I'm in this toxic gas and I want to read what's over here, and yet this woman's talking to me and it's like, oh, you know, that text isn't going to, that text is going to disappear, and it's like, oh. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I mean that's surprising because that's like, I mean that's a that's a thing that's been in video games for a long time. Yeah. Mm. I'm surprised. I mean, maybe it, I mean it doesn't strike me as a game that wants to be super pressury because like no. some games who do that, it's because like oh it's real time and like you just have to fucking pay attention. <laughs> and it doesn't strike me as the type of game that does that. So it seems like a weird oversight to just be like, let's chill. Yeah, tr- yeah, next. just yeah, just put in the option. Yeah. But yeah. it wasn't a major thingy, but it was something that I was like, I did notice. It's like the text mm. is scrolling by, and I don't, I, I can't literally put on the thrusters, get the you know extra boosters, read about this, you know, just, just too fish. many things yeah. to try and do. Yeah, it was a, when that is kind of not allowing you that option to yeah. uh, to, to to take one of those a little bit more. Uh, Leisurely, a relaxed pace. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because it is a relaxing pace game, even the times of like a bit more tension and pressure. It, it is mm. still just very much a 
play at your own pace game, so that was a bit disappointing. But yeah, on the whole, I did enjoy it. Yeah, I I, nice. I, I, I played it for like and seven straight hours one day. So I, yeah. I, was, I was just about to get asked. One, so it, it's it's a it's a not a super short game, right? Like no, it's 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 longer than a I thought it'd be. Yeah, I I think it it actually gives you your, your full game time. I think it took me about eight hours, and I'm thinking about. Mm. 85% of the uh, taxonomy tree full, so okay. it does give you the okay. option to, at the end of the game, to continue exploring. Um, I do want to do that, I just think um, what prevents it is like, oh, going from this area to like another area, it can take a bit of time. You know, because you are going from these, you are going from marker to marker to marker, and there is no, like, quick. You can get dropped off at like these different stations. Um, I think there's four or five in total, but there's no quick travel to like a certain area. I wish there was, um, at, like post game, but there isn't. Um, so it'd be the case of, oh, I got to go from this station and go all the way, you know, across these ridges, across these um, abysses and to try and get to this area and collect more data. So I might do it over time, but it'll be like, hmm, right. might get a so, bit down I mean, crossing that time. <laughs> but like, uh, I mean, I think it's worth asking, like, um, how, I mean, we both to different degrees, have that completionist mm. urge. How much does this game, like, put that pressure on? Uh, it doesn't, because it, the whole... As I said, the driving force is that narrative. Everything around you is, like, once you get a few essential items and you know that they can contribute to your power and your oxygen, um, once you've got those, um, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't force you, it doesn't, you know... Other than on your map, you, you you can see places where it's like, oh, if I go here, I can collect more da- data on this weird crab thing. But it doesn't pressure you. It's not essential. It's just very much how much you want to do it as a completionist thing. But for me, um, I very much got that. The world was built enough. Like I, I saw it as serving the purpose of, oh, it's building this world. It's fleshing out the world. And I got a pretty good grasp on that kind of world and all the animals and all the like interlinking like ecosystems and stuff like that. I got a pretty good grasp and on that, and that felt fulfilling enough where I don't need to go, you know, f- find out about how this crab mates or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. It, it, it's it's great that it goes that kind of in depth. Yeah. Um, there's some technical Stuff, language in there, and I'm like, okay, I'm not a marine biologist, but cool. Nice. I, I, and it, I but it's good that it allows you not to have to go that in-depth as mm, well. Yeah. That that is extra, mm-hmm. uh, allowing you to have that little bit of completionist yeah. sort of thing that you want to either fill that out, or you want to know more about these things. Yeah. It's a mm. super interesting world. I think it was, like, written and designed and developed by, by like, one, game, one guy. Um... I forget what his name is. I think it's something. I think is it James Martin. Um, but yeah, it's it's a really impressive. You can tell it was a labor of love. Like you know, yeah. Him just he had that in his head and Doing he wanted thing. to put that down. It's like yeah, he he, he created a really captivating, mm. interesting sounding world. So 
Nice. Fair play. Good. Solid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it so, is very much solid. James Martin. Uh, maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. Isn't that the cook? He's, uh, he's the, the chef. chef? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Saturday morning maybe kitchen. It's Graham Martin. And 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 James Marsden is the actor. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Cyclops. Um, and Sonic. He's in mate. Sonic. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Gareth Damien Martin. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's close. I knew Martin was in there. Yeah, close enough. Uh, right, so for those of you not on the video, Adam's dinner's turned up, so I think we're going to finish there for this week. Yes. Uh, let's talk about the beers that we've uh, that we've drunk very swiftly, so your food doesn't get yeah. cold. Ah, that's fine. Uh, it's quite warm. Good, <laughs> Lucy. Mm. Uh, two stouts. Yeah. Um. The step up from the Cloudwater and Rock Leopard was, it was a solid beer. I, I did enjoy it. Um, it, it. It set out to do something that, even though it's one note, it set out and it did it well. Um, very much that right. nice coffee taste in like a medium body stout. But when I cracked open the Surreal Stout, the um, Dark Arts Hazelnut... Um, Stout from Magic Rock. I mean, the hazelnut is just. It, so it's you kind of fell in love with yeah, it immediately. immediately just right? cracking open the can, it's just like, just the smell of it is it's divine. And this just does so much more. Um, like, it's got way more depth to it. Um, way more nuance with, like, the vanilla and the chocolate. And it was bitter as well. I really like that bitterness, yeah. but it didn't have that, like, acridity that is just too overwhelming that very much like coffee you know when it's just a bit too much this didn't have mm -hmm. that at all mm. um very well balanced if you love hazelnut if you don't like hazelnut then probably don't get this beer but <laughs> if you like hazelnut it you'll be 100 percent happy with this because it just nice. exudes that nuttiness Rare. that roastiness so much it's yeah that's definitely the clear winner today but cool. that, that's not to say that the cloud water was bad yeah. this is just a lot better fair enough fair mm -hmm. enough uh, Adol um uh, I think I like them both I think it's the mosaic IPA from Blacksbury it I mean one of the things that is that it's just it does that mosaic it does a single hop IPA exactly how you want it yeah um but it also finished in that really resinous way that I, I, I was surprised at and then ended up really working well in subsequent tastes. It's just really solid beer that does what it's doing well but also has a bit of something else. So it's like it's not just, hey, this is a quintessential Mosaic IPA. It's like you're getting all what you want from a Mosaic IPA, but here's our, a slight twist. And the, uh, the bird at sea I really liked. I liked how... I guess it's a milk stout that doesn't really... That, doesn't really taste like a milk stout, just marginally, which I like. I like that it, the lactose wasn't super sweet. I, I, I like my milk stouts kind of, even though that's the whole point is that sweetness because the mm -hmm. lactose doesn't get broken down. I like that it was kind of not so um, mm. not so sweet. Um, but it was, I guess, it was just less interesting, not because of that, but because most of the taste was just like, cool, now you're having this like sort of burnt coffee toffee taste. Done. And then so like and and it, it melds really well with that sweetness, um, but that's sort of all that happened. And honestly, I think I might have picked that one if it, if if the four taste lasted, 
but the fact that like I drank it, it was like, oh, this is interesting, and then it was gone, and it was a really nice, lovely, excellent finish mm. that had like like longevity. But I just kept reaching for it because I wanted to taste it, and I kept get interacting with that lovely finish way more than the taste because it just didn't last. Sure. It was just too fleeting. So like that kind of pushes it out. Yeah, that's fair. Good. Um, oh, I don't know for me. I really don't know. Neither of these beers are sort of neither of them kind of stand out mm. in any way. The Juice Forsyth was a was a nice fruity taste, but I didn't get much beer from it. It's very very juicy. And yes, it's called Juice Forsyth, and it is a juicy bonus fruited IPA. Whatever that means. Um, but it was just too fruit juice for me. It wasn't enough beer. There just wasn't quite mm-hmm. anything there. The Order of the Faith from Northern Monk and Alpha Delta uh, again was alright. Just wasn't doing a huge amount. Uh, you know, solid grapefruit taste. A little bit of bitterness on there. Uh, just maybe a little bit too thin and a little bit too wet for um for for an ipa um it could have been a pale um but the 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 flavor was just a little bit lacking it wasn't very big there wasn't a huge amount going on with it um so i'm struggling to think actually which one i would i would pick you know to pick up again um i think i'll just because it's it's more much more of a beer i'll go with order of the faith this week uh, but I think if I'm in Morrison's, uh, and I have had a couple of the other beers um, from Morrison's, which were the, uh, what was it? The Clairvoyance from Magic Rock, which is really nice, which is like a 7.5% IPA. Um, and then one of the other ones, which was okay. Um, again, I'll try and find that one. Where's that? Where's that? Where's that? What is it? There it is. Oh, the um, the Brewdog and Northern Monk um, Vermont Sessions. Um, okay. So that and the Clairvoyance, I think, would be two that I would pick up again. Um, beers right. that if I'm in Morrison's, I would grab. I, I really don't think I'd grab either of these again. Oh, well. Hmm. So, yeah, <sighs> I think I will just pick Order of the Faith this week because it is much more of a beer than the Juice Forsyth from uh, Brew York. That's fair. So yeah. 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 Damn. Well, um, well we can't if, all be winners. That's exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. Not every week. Not every week. Hopefully, you know, next week is full Another of winners. Week, but yeah. we'll, we'll find out. We'll see. Isolation, quarantine beers come through for us. Uh, yeah. They definitely will. I imagine will. at yeah. some point. Uh, if you want to get hold of us and talk to us about the beers you're drinking, whether you've been allowed out of the house or even gone to the supermarket, mm. or if you just stayed home and played you know, every single game you can get your hands on, uh, you can do so at Tanked Up Cast on Instagram, on Twitter. You can go to outoflives.net to read some articles that have been posted, um, watch some of the older videos that we've been uh, putting up you can go to our YouTube page there's lots of ways to kind of get in touch with us you can be a Jake and rudely comment on our nah. things and we'll find them fuck you Jake what an arse. Um, yeah absolute arse even in this climate you can find 
A place <laughs> to be an arse? <sighs> yeah, there's plenty of videos on YouTube was, to go and uh, put horrible comments on. No, don't do that. Because I saw no, one on, on, on Never some that. videos. Like, really? It, now? In a time like this, you want to be an mm. arsehole? Mm. I mean, yeah, because ever. they've got nothing better to do. But, like, come on. Go get Corona. Yep. Seriously. If people want to send positive vibes to all of <laughs> us, run out in the street. You can. Do, there's no one there Play to run them traffic. down, mate. I wouldn't Play worry about it. There's no traffic. fucking. There's no fucking traffic. Run on there, mate. Um, M6. Lucy, you are at M42 juicy is always nine. busy. <laughs> <laughs> You're Sorry. at juicy loose nine. Uh, almost everywhere. Mm-hmm. Adel, you are at the Omniarc. Almost everywhere. And yep. I am at Nova underscore 47, almost everywhere. Obviously yeah. on the places that um, we inhabit. Yeah, I mean, we also have our Discord, mm. which we'll probably post, a, maybe we'll tweet out an invite um, in, in, on the day this drops. But uh, uh, switch codes are terrible to exchange, and they might not even get things you know, for things like Animal Crossing. Mm. But... Uh, I will tweet me at the Omniarc, and uh, we'll we'll become we'll figure out a way to play games together on <laughs> the notoriously difficult platform that is the Switch. Yes, perfect. So, for this week, we have been tanked up. See ya. Ciao. PSA: The Goofy Movie turned twenty-five today. Bye. <laughs> oh dear! Everyone needs to know that. Well done. <laughs> I think I might have Great seen movie. that in the cinema. Oh wow. Oh, you are yeah. a cool dude. <laughs> I <laughs> that mean was... that sincerely. <laughs> www.outoflives.net <laughs> <laughs>